G'day all, and thanks for listening to the Football Podcast. You're here with Ash and Garns, and we're here to talk all things AFL and NBA, plus more. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me, because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Imagine the softest sheets you've ever felt. Now imagine them getting even softer over time. That's what you'll feel with Bowling Branch's organic cotton sheets. In a recent customer survey, 96% replied that Bowling Branch sheets get softer with every wash. Start getting your best night's sleep in these sheets that get softer and softer for years to come. Try their sheets with a 30-night guarantee. Plus, get 15% off your first order at BowlingBranch.com. Code BUTTERY. Exclusions apply. See site for details. Hey there, it's Michelle Norris. I'm host of a podcast called Your Mama's Kitchen. When I travel, I'm usually looking for a way to find a taste of home when I'm not at home. And one of the things I love to do when I am at home is entertain. And Airbnb allows me to do that. When I was in California recently, I rented a house that had a great kitchen. And when we were sitting around the table, we're all thinking, we're in someone else's house. Someone could be in all of our homes as well. If you have a home, but you're not always at home, you have an Airbnb. Your home might be worth more than you think. Find out how much at airbnb.com slash host. Welcome to the Football Podcast. I'm Garns. And I'm Ash. And we're here to talk all things AFL and basketball in the past, the present and the future. On today's show, we have a lot to break down from the AFL draft, who we think has the best draft hand to help from next year. And we also got NBA stuff we need to go through. So league leaders, who we think's going to win which award. But Ash, let's start off straight away, I reckon. I reckon we'll go straight into the AFL draft. We're going to start with North Melbourne. Number one pick. What do you do with it? Oh, see, I think, I think they should have split it. I think they should have gone from having as much as they probably think the best player is number one. They could have split that into two to three picks for the next two years. Um, and I reckon that would have that would have set them up better for the future than having one star player. So I've got a little thing for you here, Ash. So I went back in all the past drafts with the number one pick. The number one pick has never been necessarily the best player in the draft. The only two good picks from number one has been Revolt and Hodge. Is this kid going to be one of those two? It very well could be, but still those guys needed players around him. Does North Melbourne have the players around him to make him the player that they're hoping he can be? Yeah, that's very true. So North Melbourne did receive two godfather offers with Adelaide and Richmond, which I thought Richmond will get to it later. But I think Richmond had a pretty good draft hand and good trade value to get in. And I reckon would have set up North Melbourne, I thought. Yep, I definitely think they should have taken Richmond's deal. Not sure about Adelaide's deal, but I uh, definitely thought they should have taken Richmond's deal as they have what, three, I think, in the top 20 picks. Um, and, yeah, that would have set North Melbourne up with a lot of their young players. They could have had more coming through um, 
I mean, well, North what? Melbourne need a lot of everything. At the moment, <laughs> they do. They? they do. They need a lot of everything. But if they can have three shots at picking a gun rather than hoping on the one guy being good, uh, I would have taken the. I would have taken. Which we're not three. saying he's not going to be good, but um, he's pretty. Oh, he very well could be the best player in the league. But if you can pick up somebody that's the third best player in the league and the fifth best player in the league, then wouldn't well, you take that over one player that's the, the best player? Well, the perfect example is when Carlton were bottom dwellers. Um, they picked Gibbs, Murphy, and Cruz up in three picks in a row, three number one picks in a row, three different drafts. So just because you got the number one pick doesn't necessarily mean win straight away. But remember when Hawthorne went the three peak, they um, picked up uh, Buddy and Ruffy in the same draft. Plus yeah. they got Hodge and Mitchell in another draft. So yeah. um, having some multiple picks definitely adds talent around the board. Yeah, I think it. I definitely think you need more than just one player. As much as he might be a gun, he. Um, yeah, I definitely think you you've got to expand your options and make sure you have multiple players around that person for them to become a star. And you can just look at GWS. If you draft well, you can have talent everywhere. Yeah. Um, and they were, they had they had a lot of picks early in the draft, and they nailed a lot of them. Lucky Whitfield. Um, Josh Kelly, Josh Kelly, Canelio. Toby Green, yeah, even a... even players that have left like Trelaw, Adams, um, uh, Jeremy Cameron, like they've got ta- they've just had talent coming through the ranks all the time. So I'm with you. I think um, as good as this kid is, like he is quality. He is. I think he's the number one pick in the draft. Like he, he's playing already. Played senior footy. Already in oh yeah, game. that's. What, I'm not knocking him at all. I think he will be a, a star of the competition eventually. But um, yeah, that could still take another three years. And like North Melbourne, obviously they they need more talent coming up with him in order for them to be like a big finals chance in that three years. Yeah, agreed. Uh, yeah. Let's let's uh, go on to the next one. So who do you think is going to be the best improver out of the draft, and who do you think is going to be um, who's going to advance more from their draft picks. So I already touched on it before. Richmond, I think, have the best draft hand in the AFL. What they've got, they've got pick 7, pick 15, 26, 27, and 28 in the draft. Now, they could flip those picks and get something higher up the board. I'm not sure. But Richmond had heaps of injuries last year, so their side's going to get back. But with the late picks and with the COVID years, I think... 26, 27, and 28, you could pick mature age bodied, mature age players and ready-made players to fit into their system. Like Jack Graham is the perfect example. He played five games before the 2017 Grand Final. And you just look at him now. Like he just fits that system. He's a tough body midfielder. In 7 and 15, you could get a high-class talent early. So I think Richmond are going to flip from a bottom dweller this season and going straight up into the finals next season. So what do you think that Richmond needs then to, to make themselves those finals contenders? They again? need a bit of depth. They've got the forwards. They've got Robbie Tarrant now with the back. Maybe one of those later picks, just another um, backman just to fill in the ranks. Yep. But Remember, they have also lost uh, two, two backup key forwards slash Ruckman in Coleman-Jones and uh, maybe Ochoa. Yeah, they still got Sol- Soldo, Soldo coming through. 
Um, yeah, he's been very injury prone uh, the last couple of years. Agreed. So even if they pick up a and Nankervis being injury prone, do yep. they do they need to shore up those ranks? Well, they won with Sean Grigg as a backup ruckman, so I'm pretty sure yeah, that's, that's fine. That's very, very true. <laughs> um, but I think even adding another younger midfielder that's around Dusty and Cochin Mike, they're getting a bit old in the tooth. But um, no, I think yeah, I think they've got the better hands. I think um, I think the team that you're going to say is the other one. It's out yeah. of those two, I think. But, yeah. um, no, I five picks in the top 30. Like, we saw what Collingwood did. Like, Collingwood doesn't have the list talent like Richmond does, and it hurts me to say. But look at the young players they picked up, and they just fitted into the senior side pretty quickly. Yeah. So, um, and Richmond have drafted really well in the past eight, nine years, and they've got three flags to prove it. So, um, and they know what they need. Like, I don't doubt that. Yep. Yeah, see, I I think Fremantle. I think Fremantle's the the team that's ready to take that jump. So Carl, Carlton very well could be as well, but they haven't got any draft picks coming through. They're not going to really shore up their ranks. It's majorly going to be on the players that are already there. Carlton got um, they got the win now mentality. So yeah. they've put all their chips into the into the table, and um, they're going. We got to win now. Like Voss, yeah. I think Voss is a capable coach and stuff like that. But yeah. um, I think it's all going to be based on game plan and what Voss could bring out of the players that are already there. Um, at the moment, they're just in a bit of limbo. Like yeah. like everyone knows, they've been they've been there for what four or five years well, now. Liam Jones is retiring. We don't know exactly yeah. yet. Um, they're lacking in lacking, lacking in defense now. Weedering has to cover everything. But yeah. no, let's get back to Freo. Yeah. So yeah, free free matter for me. I think I think they're ready to take their jump. They've got. An amazing midfield coming through with Sarong, Brayshaw, um, Fife can go back through there if they can if they can get that. Walters is still going through there if he can get himself fit and firing. David Mundy, absolute star coming through. Uh, he's a real young guy, so he's he'll get heaps more years. But <laughs> um, now Mundy's Mundy's flying again. Um, they're, the they're Darcy, their ruckman. His oh, he he could he could very well be the ruckman of the year next year. Um, the way he was going at the, at the back end. He's got that big body. Doesn't mind taking the pack in. Hits it hard. Just tough yeah, to bring he, down. He found he's he a, found some um he found some running capacity as well at yeah. the end of the year. He was just he was all over the ground and he was kicking goals, uh, which is massive from your big man. Well, the one thing that they. Freo's coach, Longmire, like when he was at Collingwood, he made Collingwood's back line what it is now. And look what he's doing at Freo. Like they're hard to score against, yeah. but at the same time, their transition from um, back line to forward line is so good. They just clean up a little bit of their skill work. And even Walters, he's still running around. Yeah, well, you got, well, that's why uh, I'm looking at Freo. They've, they've got, I think, three three picks in maybe the top 25, I, think, I believe it was. And um, they're. Uh, I mean, all they're lacking really for me is maybe maybe a f- key forward to really take take the game on um, to be really really start alongside Tabernar and if Lob can get back out there and stay there, um, and then maybe a, a, another back that's going to be a real intercept mark or um, some somebody to somebody to really help Ryan if they can get a big guy that can um, keep Ryan from staying from being the number one back. With hopefully Pierce can come back and stay on it, stay healthy, would be a massive, massive um, improvement for them. Well, that's what made it funny about their free agency. They didn't. They had Robbie Tarrant. They were like, trying to get him across just to help with a, a key pillar in defence, and they couldn't nail it. So with K 
key position players, it takes a couple of years to get them through. So I'm not 100% sure on what they've got coming through the ranks in terms of the back line and the forward line in key stocks. But I think with I think it's seven and uh, eight and nine or six and eight. I think they've got picks. In the yeah, top yeah, 10. they've got definitely six, six and eight. Which, oh, who knows? They might they might just stick with another one more midfielder and then and keep five more forward. Have mm-hmm. Mundy go through the forward line, Walters through the forward line. You've got a star forward line if those guys are going through there. And then yeah, if you can shore up your back back um, line ranks. I mean, they're gonna they're gonna be very close to taking the next step. It might take another year, might take another two years, but I think in the next two to three years, Frio from this draft um, and maybe the next, they're they're gonna be a sure thing for that. Well, I think I they have the coach. The coach is yeah. the right. They've always been in limbo with the coach. Like people go, oh, Ross Lyon helped their defence and stuff like that. Well, that. That list was already there. Now the coach, they've got the coach, and they're building the list for the coach. Um, I think, yeah, I think Fremantle will uh, make the jump. I think maybe eight. I would, if they don't win more than nine games, I consider that a fail. But um, in, I, I'm pretty confident in uh Yeah, well, they've, got, they've got lots of small forwards as well. Schultz and, um, and Crowden just going there. I they like put, Fred- they put, Fredericks. Yeah, Fredericks as well. I yep. think he's coming off the half-back line now, though. Yeah. But they've got heaps of pace coming through. They've got really good skills. Those guys, like I just said, Schultz and Crowden, they put on so many, so much pressure up forward. It's just like you can't get it out of their, out of their back line. Yeah. Well, we'll flip from one coast to the other, from Freo to Gold Coast, and they've had a bit of a... Up and down week, I would say. Um, but we'll start with the the negative first, then we'll finish off with the positive for Gold Coast. Greenwood, is he Jared Lyons 2.0? Oh, absolute oh, devastation from the club. I, I don't know what they were thinking at all. Uh, just He's probably your top five pick. He was one of your most important players for the year. And you didn't want to shore him up with a with a, either a contract extension or even just keep him on the list. Like... I believe he's got a year or two. He was meant to have a year or two still running on his contract. Yeah, he was getting paid the same. He had the nothing at all. You had to do. I just don't understand. Like, if you're that much in debt or that close to the salary cap, and you need to get your picks and stuff like that, the GM at Gold Coast really needs to. Oh, they just they had to they had to have somebody else. You could have dropped with him coming over. He he's just come from Adelaide where they they didn't know. He didn't know where he spotlighted. He didn't know where he lied in the team. He, he was going in and out of the team. They didn't know what to do with him. They were, and then he come, comes over to Gold Coast, plays his heart out, plays for the team as much as he can. Dominates clearances. Dominates. Dominates absolute bull. tackles. Uh, he would have been top five in clearances, surely, this year. And, oh, like, and then you do that to him. Like, yeah. Well, I think it was quite smart by Noble. Not North Melbourne. No, no. Because he was at the at the airport and his wife saw the um listing, yeah. and he was meant to go back to Melbourne and he left his wife. He goes, "Nah, you get on the flight. I'm going to Greenwood's house." And he t- spoke to him, and that changed it. In two days, he, Greenwood was loyal to Gold Coast, loyal to what they were building, to going, "Oh, I'm wanted here, and I like what they're building." And Mate, that's the second time it's happened. Like I said, Jared Lyons yeah. 2.0. I mean, look at Jared Lyons. Look where he is now. He's, what, I think he was, he polled at least 20 votes, I think it was, in the 
in the Brownlow? He won that. He won. Um, he was a lead lead pole vote for Brisbane. Brisbane, but finished second or third in their best and fairest. Yeah. I can't remember exactly. Yeah. Um, but I just just again. just that sort of a style player, and you're delisting him. What what what's Greenwood going to do next year? What, yeah. Like, well, I think well that's the thing. Like they've got this number one pick. They obviously get a pick. Um, Horn straight off the bat. Yeah. You got someone to protect him. Yeah. Like, yeah, you got Cunningham and Greenwood, but you could just rotate them up forward. Um, you could probably play Greenwood off the half back if you need to. He's pretty good defensively, but he's a banging crash player. He's going to protect you. He's going to protect your stars, and he wins his own footy. That's the key. Like, and if and if Horn can break lines, imagine Cunningham and Greenwood Just able to him feeding him. Yeah, that's yeah. the that's the yeah. yeah. Is that is that not the best start for a for a yeah? For right, you get protected guy? by two big bulls, and you've got Zebul. I think he's still the captain, or yeah, he is. Yeah. Yep. Um, but Jared, well, you would have thought with Jared Mines, like yeah. sure you would have. Just sure you have to win. And the, the worst thing is they've lost it to two Alistair Clarks and projects in Fagan and Noble. Like yeah. they come from the Hawthorne background. They know talent. Look what Clarkson did, even with Spanger, when he went, like, um, yeah. they just re... Brian re, Lake, yeah, Gibson, McAvoy. Burgoyne. Uh, yeah. They just um, find the treasures in the dump, really. Yeah, yeah. But on the positive, I want to get your opinion on this, Ash. And uh, Duke Miller, his contract extension, is that what Gold Coast needed? It is. Well, that's what, that's what that makes Greenwoods even worse, to be honest. They've got... They've got all these young guys in um, King, Lukosius, all these guys re-signing, and then they, like, and then now Took Miller is their best player. I, I love Took Miller. I think he's he's Top he's, 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 one, he's one of my favourite players. He's yeah. absolute workhorse, loyal, um, kicks goals, racks up possessions, but also plays on the defensive end, and he's just a machine. Well, he was a tagger. Originally. He, bas- he basically still is a tagger and yeah. just destroys his opponent. Yeah, and like. You've got all this, all this positive news around the club. I think that I think they're ready to re-sign Stuart Jew. The whole club was I looking. Think with, oh, I'll slightly there. I think with Stuart Jew is more about the results now. They need to yeah. climb the ladder. Yeah, but and especially but, but look at album. but look at what they've had troubles with with their retaining players. They they yeah. struggle to keep players because they don't know if they, they don't want to be there. They're just going up there to do their apprenticeship and then they're off to yeah. the team they want That's to go right. to. This is where two Stewie. Stewie Dew has brought in this culture where they all want to stay. You don't, they, they've, well, who knows? They, they made the same mistake with McKenna all those years ago and they were on the brink of finals and the only thing that stopped them was Gary Ablett getting injured. McAffer. And then, yeah, McAffer ruining, ruining that. But, um, yeah, so, you know, you got like, um, yeah, that, that happening and then they, they can't do it again, surely. They can't. Um, whereas, you know, like... Well, would you, what would you say a pass is for Gold Coast for next year? What, what is the pass factor? Oh, they've got to be, they've got to be top 10. If they just miss finals, I think it's still a, I think it's still a win. Yeah. Um, I think, I think with all the guys coming through, you, they're so young as a team, you'd happy, you'd be happy to see them improve. You want to see a big improvement. Uh, Not, not uh, just slight improvements. You want them to win 
Eleven games, Matt. Um, minimum. Yeah, think. yeah. I think I think so. That's why I think if they just miss finals, I think he's still happy with them going really well. It's just a matter of being competitive in every game. If they lose a couple of games by under two goals, and they just miss finals. That's a that's a good year All right, for them. So I'll put this in you. Yeah, yes, sure you do. You've played the twenty three rounds. You're six and seventeen. You get re-signed. However, out of your seventeen losses, fourteen under three goals. Yep. Resign. Yep. Resign. Even though you got the best coach in Clark available, yep. you could even have Buckley. I don't know if he'll take it, but you got Buckley in yep. the hinges. Robert Harvey shows some improvement. No. Um, I think Stuart Dew is the man for the job. I think they need to finally have some stability at the club for them to actually stick with somebody, with with a coach, with who's who's obviously got the players on his side. Yeah. They're all re-signing. There's all these young guys they're wanting to stay. They're, yeah, they're, they're there. Even Rankin's brought in. He's yeah. a bit of a loose unit, but he's but brought in. You got, you got, what, 12 of your star young guys like coming and re-signing with yeah. the team. Then you've got Tukmilar, who's there. He's there for his career. He's, he's, I don't think he's going anywhere. So, you know, you've got all these guys that are there playing for this coach. What, you bring in a new coach and they're unhappy and then you start losing guys again. Yeah. You know, why why change it? It's the same as Carlton, really. Have they even given have well, they, the have, have they given a coach a chance? Nah, well, I think Teague was the answer. I I was believing in the Teague train. Um, they were complaining about them not being able to defend, but when Bolton was a coach, all they did was defend and didn't score, and they were screaming out for scoring. They were scoring with Teague. Like, yeah. I think Carlton fans need to have a hard look at themselves and go, what do we really think this yeah. list is? Well, I think finals is definitely on the card. But that's also the board. Like, look at the success of the recent years of of clubs sticking with their coach. Of dynasties. Yeah. Now, look at the, look at it. Like Richmond is the best example. Yeah. Everyone was calling for Cochin's head. Everyone was calling for Dimmer's head. Everyone was saying, "No, nah, they've got to go. That's need, it. Cochin's the worst. the, the worst captain. Yeah. Dimmer's no, he's out. That's it. He's had his chance. Blah blah blah. They re-sign him next year. What are they? What happens? Final Cochin, now Cochin's a three time. Cochin is now called Richmond's greatest captain. Yeah, in a five year period. Look at, look at that. Like, and you know, they're like everyone's backing him to the hill now. That now they don't care what he does, okay. he, can, he can do anything. Yep, all right. So, we're going to do something every every year before the season starts, and we'll do it twice before um, the season do, does start. But we'll do one now. You're way too early predictions. I want a Premier, I want a Brownlow medalist, and I want a wooden spoon. Ooh, okay, so... I'll put you on the spot here. Yeah, so... Uh, you haven't even planned. Okay, no, usually, I haven't. For our audience, we usually uh, plan things with yeah. our chat. Um, uh, no, so I think Premiership. Premiership, I think it's Brisbane's year. I think it's time for Brisbane. If they if they keep their, all their players healthy and in the in, at, the, at the end of the year, I think I think it's Brisbane's year finally. Yeah. And it's either it's honestly probably now or next year. That's it. Yeah. And that then they're back in the in in the midst of everyone else. But I think I think they are, when they are on, they're one of the best teams. Well, Mc, and I think was it McStay that got injured? Yeah, uh, yeah, McStay, yeah, which a was a massive loss. Um, a and then obviously Hipwood going down even. Again as well. Yeah. Um. They lo- lose a lot of their forward line, and yeah, that would probably cost them in the end. Yeah. Your Brownlow medalist. Um, Brownlow medalist. I've got to say, oh, I would love to see Fife back in the midfield and winning another Brownlow medal. You are a Fife. I, I do love Fife, but um, 
Yeah, I, I think I think I'm going to have to go Fife if, if he plays midfield, so, and that's my way too early prediction. Yeah. So yeah. So my premier, I think it has. I was with you. I reckon Brisbane. If yep. Hitwood comes back, if let's just say Hitwood doesn't come back, I've, yep. I've got two. I think Melbourne's how they built their team is pretty impressive. Mm-hmm. My Brownlow medalist, if they get more wins, Sam Welsh will be. That will be his first Brownlow of. Three. I'm calling he's going to win three by the end of his career. Oh. He's that good of a player. He racks up disposals, racks up bloody votes. So I think, yep, Sam Walsh, you look better in a Collingwood jumper, but um, <laughs> no, I think Carlton, you've got a plan. I think he's a generation talent. He's going to be yeah. the best player in the, in the league. Yeah, he's an absolute workhorse. I'm. A, I think. I think he's probably their next captain. I think he's eventually going to take over from Cripps unless Cripps can show that he can get back to his best, which we all hope he does. Yeah. Uh, he was looking like an like he was in real form in preseason, and then really struggled um, after after a supposed back injury. Nobody knows what's actually happened. So yeah. if he can get himself right, if they have Cripps and um, Sam Walsh firing, maybe maybe next year is the year that they are uh, they finally make They've finals got the again. Forward line. Oh, they definitely do. And, what, got, and what Wittering, McGovern? Wittering down back. I think I think McGovern. Could, it, with with Jones, yeah. Jones out? yeah, with Jones out, I think McGovern goes back. You have to because you don't want to keep. Um... But in saying that, what, uh, I think I think they were silly to do this, Levi um, Casbolt. Well, that he's re-elected in the draft. And they, so yeah, probably if they re, if they pick him up, that's good. But with Charlie Kerno having the injury issues he's had, Mackay hasn't been the healthiest forward either. No, uh, I agree. McGovern okay. definitely hasn't been the healthiest forward. Wooden um, spoon, you know, uh, wooden spoon. Oh, it's got to be... I'm going to have to go with... Ooh, um... I reckon it's going to be out of two teams. North Melbourne or mm. Hawthorne. I think Hawthorne in a, in a change. They're, yeah. they're going through yeah. places. And it kind of hurts me to say this, but I think Collingwood <laughs> as well. But I don't know. Like, There's so many factors to lie with the wooden spoon, isn't it? Because any... Any team could really just have a really bad year, like yeah. Collingwood. Quite frankly, I, I think I think North Melbourne is still going to be the wooden spoon. Yeah, I think they're going to be. I think losing Robbie Tarrant, they lose a lot in their back line. Yeah. Um. I mean, they they picked up um Coleman Jones from Richmond, but I think they've lost a lot in their back line and a lot of stability there. Um. Which which might hurt them a lot this year. Yeah. Well, I think we'll go have a quick break and we'll come back and hit the NBA. All right, and we're back. Uh, we're gonna we're gonna kick straight into the NBA now and see see where our opinions lie with what's been going on with the NBA. And well, it's about fifteen percent into the season now, so yeah, yeah. some true contenders are showing. I think Cash and uh, some surprising in your yeah. team, Memphis. Yeah, Jar Morant. Yeah, Jar Morant's flying at the moment. Uh, Dylan Brooks coming back. Could that could that kick us up even further? Um, with how he was playing in the in the bubble a couple of years ago, and and how he finished off last season as well, a um, couple of young guys, hopefully some more improvement from them as well. Underrated signing or trade in Stephen Adams. He's just been the yep. the beast on the boards. He's protecting yeah. uh, JJ Triple J, yep. um, and Jar Morant. Um, but Ash, well, fifteen percent of the season. Yep. There is clear players who are the best in the league at the moment. Mm-hmm. So we're going to go out way too early. Season awards. Yep. MVP. Who you got? See, MVP, um, 
I've definitely added two, oh, probably three players at the moment. Um, I think definitely Paul George, uh, Steph Curry, and KD are definitely the three front runners. Oh, that's very interesting. interesting. Um, I'm a bit uh, disappointed you didn't put my boy Giannis in there. Yeah. Uh, oh, look, obviously Giannis, Giannis and um, DeRozan playing excellent basketball as per usual, but uh, and DeRozan, sorry, is flying at the moment. Um, probably a little bit. Um, what's he called, a little bit um, out, of, out of the blue. Yeah. Um, I don't think anyone thought he was going to do what he's doing right now. Yep. Um, we'll speak about the Bulls a little bit later on, though. Yep. Um, but for me, for me, I think I'm going to have to go KD. KD is absolutely carrying that Brooklyn Nets well, side. Well, you look at the terminal, you see... And James Kyrie. Harden can't pick up at the moment. Um, James Harden's coming. I mean, he's playing. He's I mean, coming as heavy as me, yeah. trying to do what he usually does. The yeah. rules have changed. But yeah, he's yeah. not getting his free throws. He's just not He's not the player he, he was last year at the moment. So does he come back good, Hope, hopefully, to see to have another contender going on in the West? Uh, but KD, for me, is just absolutely carrying that team. Steph Curry is obviously flying at the moment, and uh, who knows what's going to happen with there when Clay gets back, who knows? But um, then you got yeah, then you got Paul George, who's pretty much carrying that Clippers, Clippers team fly, as well. Yeah. So, well, who's the second best player? <laughs> Roger Jackson. I don't even know. <laughs> like, what Paul George is doing is exactly what yeah. he did at OKC, at Pacers. Yeah, but, I mean, he's... Oh, he's carrying him on the defensive side. He's carrying him on the offensive, offensive side. Everything's I mean, running through him. He's so fluent. Yeah. He, like, like, I'm a massive Lakers fan, and he'll look so much better in a purple and gold <laughs> t-shirt, I'll tell you what. But I think you're underselling two players. Giannis, yep. with all the injuries, like, when you become a champion, it's very hard to repeat. Like, it's very hard yep. to be motivated for the regular season and that. Yep. And the guy knows he's the best player in the league, and no one can bloody stop him. Mm-hmm. He's shooting 83% away from the basket. So what I mean by that is, instead of doing his dunks outside and layers, the paint. outside the paint, he's 83. That is scary. Yes. The Greek freak is on fire. But the other one is the former MVP in Joker. He is killing it. I love the bump on Morris. I'm, not, I'm all for it. <laughs> yeah, I'm all, I'm, all, I'm, all, I'm all for it as well. And I, I think I think it was a fair shot, to be honest. Morris, <laughs> Bring didn't, back the 80s Mor- basketball. Morris, Morris didn't give him a chance. So, <laughs> I mean, turn, turn your back on him after yeah. you hit him. That's a fair game, I think. Yep, no, um, but yes, I think the league is in a better spot. I'm a bit disappointed in how Luca's going. He's coming a bit out of shape. Um, but... Oh, we know yeah, LeBron, but but in saying that, I think he's trying to share it around the team. I think he's trying to share the load a little bit. I mean, KP is finally maybe he's back. Is is KP finally back? Has has Doncic finally got his his team? His team? mate, like has he got his second fiddle? Like does is KP finally the one that brings him brings him back to two thousand eleven? Oh, I don't know. Oh, look, I'm not sold on Jason Kidd as a head coach. I'm really not. But Luca is such a such a talent. It's um, I know, man. The West is stacked. The East is stacked. The players are stacked. The teams are stacked. Like it's just so Any, good. anything can happen really in the West. To be honest, one yeah. in, one injury for one team could shape the whole yeah exactly. the, the rest well, of the season. Well, look at at the moment. Like this is why Westbrook is in the side, I guess, because Westbrook has to carry um, the team. It's not doing so well, but um, no injuries can happen. Yeah, Ash, rookie. Who's been your rookie? Uh, rookie of the year for me. Um, I haven't really taken too much notice of the young guys, so I, 
Yeah, I mean, the only one for me I really have noticed is I don't think Cade Cunningham is going to win. I, I, think, <laughs> I, think, I think he's the only one I'm taking notice, and, and boy, has he not performed how, he, how everyone thought he was going to hopefully come in. I think this is where um, this draft, it's so deep. So I've got my boy Scotty Barnes. Scotty yeah, Barnes, that's Steve it, Yeah, Vincent. from Raptors. I think, I think he's, he's definitely the only Even one Evan that Mobley. I've taken notice, yep. notice of. Um, but... Yeah, I, I'm loving. I do love Scotty Barnes's. Um... Even Jalen Green, like he's a scorer mentality, goes out and scores. But Cade's performing. He's trying to do too much. I've watched a bit of his games. He's a playmaker. He's not a scorer. Let him playmake. But I think my boy Scotty Barnes, he can guard point guard through center. He's just so good. You switch on him, in crazy. And you got OJ, uh, OG, just sitting there waiting. Yeah. So their team, I think, I think the Raptors are sneaky, sneaky team. Um, but no, the rook, yeah. I think the rookie. Class I think, I think, I think, I think Raptors will drop off. I don't think they're they're a top eight seed. Um, to be honest, I, I really don't think they well, are. Well, with the emergence of Wizards, yeah, I yeah, think they'll drop off. Yep. Which Wizards? Uh, um, who could have seen it coming as well as it's come on at I, the moment? I'm not gonna lie, I picked them for yeah. the over forty two wins. Yeah. Um, <laughs> Yeah. But I'll, I'll we'll dive into the Wizards yeah, we'll, soon. We'll I've got soon. a got a little stat for you. Most improved. Most improved. Um, I've got to actually say I think I think Jordan Poole, depending on what happens with Clay, so it's going to be really hard for Golden State to manage minutes with how Jordan Poole is playing um, once Clay comes back because then they're going to have four guys that can play. Not Jar Morant. Not your boy Jar. No, so so Jar Jar uh, Jar's hard because he he's obviously he's coming off a fairly decent year. He's obviously gone up another level, but he's gone he's, from nearly an all star to a definite all star. Definite all star. Uh, uh, yeah, I agree. But he, because he was on the verge, does does he get the accolades for for improving that extra bit, or does a guy coming from really nothing to being poor, pretty much Steph Curry's second fiddle right now? Yeah. Isn't he? Um, I mean, you also got Bridges. Yeah, Bridges from Charlotte. I think both Bridges, both yeah. Bridges, three and D. Uh, they're being tagged as three and D dudes. I've yeah. got, I've got Bridges from Hornets. Yep. Um, but they're showing that they're so much more. Yeah, um, yeah, and that's. I mean, that's really putting Charlotte into contention yeah. with the playoffs as well. With they just need um, to shape up on defense. I know yeah. they can't guard anything. Yep. Um, he couldn't guard guard bloody me. I reckon he just <laughs> let me go past so he can get the ball again. Um, speaking of defending, defensive player of the year. Defensive player of the year. Um, this is a hard I mean, one I mean, I would have said Ben Simmons this year, but uh, <laughs> he, hasn't, he hasn't turned up to the court. So uh, I think, I think um, the one that I'm going to go for is I'm really hoping Paul George gets it. To be honest, yeah. Oh. I, I think I think Paul George. He can. Oh, he's so good on on the perimeter. His yep. his steel. Yep. His hands are so quick. And he's so good at blocking um, as yeah, well. He I mean, can guard multiple positions as well. So I've got four players. I've got Giannis. Yeah, Giannis, Giannis is obviously is, always going to be yeah. in there. Um, I went with Scotty Barnes. He's actually disruptive. If you look at his plus minuses and like his steals to um, turnover ratios, like when he's guarding someone, it's yep. phenomenal. And I got Paul George, and then my dark dark horse, the goat, Alex Caruso. <laughs> I think he's been such a great pickup for Chicago. He's yeah. leading. I mean, massively, but just analytics love him. Yeah. But but also then, d- depending on what Golden State does is, again, is what about... Um, Draymond? No. Um, uh, Peyton. Peyton. 
Oh, it's I, I mean, hard. I mean, he's an he's an absolute lockdown defender. He's oh, yeah. he's up there in the steals. His um, dad was one. I, I mean, get that. He's coming off the bench. Like, yeah. if he started and he was guarding the best player yeah. in the but starting, but Caruso's coming off the bench. Does... No, Caruso's starting now. That's why I put oh, him in there. Oh, okay. <laughs> um, but no, I think yeah, I think I think yeah. it's Giannis or Paul yeah. George. To be, yeah. to be fair, like you got to give them both credit. Um, but anything can happen. We've still got 80% of the league. Yeah, and exactly. And as so, I've been saying to the oh, fans... Who knows? Boys, once again, injuries injuries can, can play a big part uh, in, in anything there. Well, like so. Zion being injured, um, Kyrie Irving not playing, Simmons not playing. Like, anything can happen. Like, it's just... Does, does Simmons come back this year? Well, I heard that Simmons to Pistons trade for Grant and a young player and a pick. I don't know who the young player, maybe Killian Hayes, and not this year's first-round pick, but next year's. Yeah. Um, which is pretty decent trade for both teams, I think. But I think Simmons needs to get hit, get away from. Oh, they and Philly. I think they have to. I, I think. I think. I've always already said it though. Ben Simmons. I think. I think him and and Beats don't work. I don't know what Philly are doing. All right, now you've just opened the. <laughs> so, all right, let's like, let's let's get into that a little bit later first before we get straight into that because that'll take us all day. Yeah. But um, all right, let's go. Let's go to our final one of who's going to be the champs. Who's your early pick for the so champs? So do you want to do champs as in, in the finals or both conference finals? No, I want to do champs. The the main the main goal of the of the I, season. I'm actually going this is gonna surprise everyone. I'm going Bucks to repeat. Yarnan I I don't know. Like I've always loved Yarnas. I got his top straight away when he came into the league, but I can't see anyone stopping him. Like apart from obviously last season with KD's foot in the line, but they had Harden and Irving. At the moment, they don't have that. And they found their identity bucks. They know now how to win. They've got the thing. And they've got Grayson Allen put in some good oh, minutes. They don't he? have Dante what a, playing. What a, what a pickup he's been. So I think Bucks, I'll, I'm not Warriors because how they play. They play such an unselfish team. And uh, like, Curry's phenomenal. See, see for, for me, for me, and. Um, I'm a bit. I'm a bit annoyed. I didn't uh, go even earlier because uh, for me it was a matter of if Clay comes back. Yeah. But at the moment they don't even look like they need Clay, and that's scary. Yeah. That is scary. Well, look how good Wiggins has been. Yeah. He's been revelational. Yeah. And uh, I think the I think the biggest thing for me is I mean you've got to look at Draymond Green. I think everyone is passing him up. Is I mean he's he's probably their fifth fiddle right now. And he is—he's got to be the best screener in the game of setting up his teammates, of doing the unselfish things to to allow to allow Curry to do what he does, to allow Jordan Poole to get open, to allow Wiggins to probably go to work. Belitza, um, yeah. look how deep their bench is. I mean, yeah, they go. They've got they, three number one pick, uh, three first. They're gonna picks. they're gonna run eight deep this yeah. season of of great players. Yeah, I agree, and they play the system. This yeah. is where I get really frustrated. With the Lakers, being a Lakers fan, being and watching even Brooklyn at times, they've got they try to run through the star too much. Yep. Like yeah, Curry is phenomenal, yep. but he's it's trying to make player, everyone, everyone better as well. Yeah, and that's why I think point guards. And that's why that's why I'm, I've always been in love with Grizzlies, and that's what, exactly what got me over the line to Grizzlies is from that grit and grind Brooklyn. era. Tony Allen, Mike Conley, all first team Marcus all you know they're just. They, they, you know, they just all worked for each other. They all put in on defense. Then they went to work on offense. It's not, it's not just all offense. And, and I'm, I'm so happy that the league is starting to turn back the clock of, 
of going it back into defense and yeah, and yeah you know actually actually being able to play defense and bringing these guys back into the game and you know like oh I just me being a footy player like and and then going over to basketball you know you have to have you have to have some form of defense or the game just it's as much as it's exciting for scoring it's boring everyone's just trying to shoot yep no I agree um look I said to you when we decided that we're going to do this podcast I'm not about chaining players but LeBron fucking James <laughs> I'm I'm so annoyed. Well, we're gonna LeBron. we're gonna have to bleep that yeah. out now. Uh, I'm so annoyed by LeBron. One, he when Lakers were rebuilding after Kobe and stuff like that, we had this is the talent that we had. Ash, all right. We had Lonzo Ball at one stage. We had Brandon Ingram, mm-hmm. Josh Hart, Kyle Kuzma, Larry Nance Jr., who's a contender for Sixth Man of the Year, mm-hmm. Julius Randle, mm-hmm. Caruso, Thomas Bryant, Wagner. Oh, last year's sixth man, Jordan Clarkson. And we also had Lou Williams and KCP. All at one stage. And, they were all and, around. And Montrose Harrell. And, well, Montrose Harrell was only there for a year. But did, did, did they lose him because yeah, of LeBron? I agree. And, I and how the system's put, running right I've, now? I've put a circle around this. So we trade for Westbrook. And I know why we got Westbrook. We needed someone to play the regular season. Mm-hmm. Which, for $47 million, I'm not sure. Yeah. I'm really not sure. Because what are you going to do with him in the playoffs? So, we give up KCP, elite defender. Elite perimeter defender. You give up Harold, who's probably going to play a six-man of the year contender again. He's already won one. Kyle Kuzma is showing what he can do, being free and not watching what LeBron But this is after what Kuzma was looking like before they before they got LeBron. Yeah. Like, he, he's really been in the back seat uh, for three or four years and, like, he hasn't been allowed to develop. What's he going to do? If he has another year of this, I, I think he's going to be one of the top top-ranked players next year. Well, Maybe even by the end of this year. At the moment, Spencer Dinwiddie, he's the alpha of Wizards. Oh, he definitely is. And Bradley Beal is playing shocking and the Wizards are playing dominant. But Kyle Kuzma is a third fiddle on that team in terms of scoring. Yeah. And yet he looks more freer. Like, yeah. That's the thing. He's playing in a... Um, and he's showing that he can defend as well. He's yeah. defending. He grabs boards. Which he has definitely improved that in the last two seasons. Well, that's what Lakers are good for. So. Like, we got rid of Danny Green. We got rid of KCP and Alex Caruso. And we brought in, like, Malik Monk, Wayne Allington. Who's Lakers' number one defender, apart from LeBron or AD? Who is it? You probably can't tell. And I, wouldn't, I, wouldn't can't. Call, I wouldn't call LeBron one of your best defenders. Yeah, but, like, yeah. and we're playing boring. Like, he's killed our roster... Like, imagine the start. Oh, and I didn't even say the other person, um, D'Angelo Russell as well. Yeah. So you could have had Lonzo at the one, Russell at the two, Ingram at the three. You could have probably gone Larry Nance or Kyle Kuzma at the four and play Randall as a five and have Clarkson and either Nance or Kuzma coming off the bench with KCP, with Lou Williams, Caruso. Oh, it's. It, Mind-boggling, mate. Mind-boggling. Yeah. And what he's done to the Lakers, it hurts. And look at look at the progression that Lonzo's made now as well. Uh, I mean, you know, he could have he could have played at your two the way you're shooting. He could yeah. he could have been he could have been your and he's a guard. great defender. Yeah. This is the thing. Like he you've lost a lot of, of defense. You've lost you've lost a lot of young talent. You've, like you know, yes, I Julius Randall absolutely put... came out on fire last season. Yeah, I, I agree. You have to put your chips in to win a chip. Like, you have to put yep. everything all in. You have to be... But you just have to look at what LeBron's done at 
but it's three last destinations. So look at what Cleveland. They Cleveland are still trying to pick up the pieces. Mm-hmm. Like yeah, they got Garland, they've got Sexton, they've got Mobley and Allen now, but they they're still building. Like they might make an eight seed. Like Cleveland are playing pretty good, but. What is, what's LeBron been there? Three, four seasons now at Lakers? Mm-hmm. And then go to Miami. Yeah, they made the finals in the bubble. But apart from that, they were struggling as well. Yeah. They have the heat culture over there, but it's frustrating. Yeah. It's, uh, but does does that chip make up for it all? No, I, I, it kind of does. If we win another one, then my point's invalid because we won two. Yeah. Like, it's very hard to win one. I agree. Yeah. But... Um, LeBron's not LeBron 10 years ago. He's old. Yeah. AD can't stay healthy. He doesn't want to play the five. He's built like a five, but he doesn't want to play a five. So we're playing this old brand of basketball, and, and we can't shoot. We never can shoot. Every time I watch us, we, <laughs> we just can't shoot. And then, no offense, we play the Grizzlies, which we, we've got AD can't block John Morant, like, What's going on there? He's getting posterized by Jarman. Right? I mean, he's pretty good. So. He is. I'm not saying he's not. But AD wants, wanted to be the defensive player of the year this year. Yeah. You can't let a six foot nothing go yeah. do that to you. Yeah. So that's my two cents. This is the reason why I would put the podcast to put LeBron to shame. Yeah. But, um, <laughs> Ash, the Wizards. Now, they trade John Wall last year for Westbrook. Mm-hmm. And they got a number one pick out of it. Which they picked... Um, I can't say his name, and I'm not going to attempt it. But um, it was not bad for Gonzaga. He, um, but he hasn't played hardly anything at the moment. Kispit, I think his name is. Yeah. But in for John Wall, they get they get Westbrook in this pick. And Westbrook dragged him to the um, playing game last season. Yeah. And then... And got him through that as well, didn't he? Yeah. And then they trade him for KCP, Harrell, Kuzma, freed up Cap to sign Dinwiddie, and with the other asset, with the pick, they flipped it for Aaron Holiday, I think it was, from Pacers, who's been really, really good. Just quickly on Dinwiddie, though, as well. Is is Brooklyn Nets kicking themselves? Oh, yeah. yeah. Well, <laughs> I mean, what a disaster. They should have asked well. Kyrie, are you get vaccinated or not beforehand? Yeah, not, a, not even just that, though. Like, Din, Dinwiddie, they've signed him for nothing. Almost, what, 20, uh, 20 mil? 20 mil for two years or three years? 20 mil, you know. Yeah. And he's the alpha. And he's he's running he's running that team. Bradley Bradley Beal is going back to the second fiddle, which which he's probably has, he's, he's fine with. Definitely that. So this is where I want to. That's where he needs I want to, to be. Ask you, Ash, is there players in the league that are just really good at being the second best player on the team? Yes. And I think Bradley Beal is one of them. Yes. You got, I, th- I think, I think Clay Thompson is as well. Yep. I, th- I think that's where Brooklyn might not work because they've got two guys that have to be the number one guy on the team and run the whole. I, yeah, I, I don't Kate, know, Kate, Hard, Harden did play as the sixth man and he can play behind a player. Yeah, but he and hasn't. He hasn't. He hasn't for what ten years now. Yeah, true. He, he can't. You can't go back. Well, Once Kyrie you're the number one guy, definitely a better player when he's the second. He has man. to be. So, but anyway, let's go back to Washington Wizards yeah. before we get too off track. Um, yeah, Washington Wizards. What a what a turnaround, really. Uh, I mean, they absolutely steal from Lakers, and I mean. It's turned out to be really. It could turn out to be a win-win for both teams. Who knows? With Westbrook, it, it, who knows? He might he might pick back up. He might yeah. um, might find his rhythm again. He he did in the back end of the year last year, so maybe it'll take him that again. Um, but you know, Washington Wizards, uh, look what they've turned themselves back into. They're at least they're contending. At least they're a serious threat when teams come up against them. Except for 
maybe hopefully hopefully Beal doesn't take off. That that's what it was last season. Well, uh, the Wizards GM has said, no, we're not trading you. You're playing for us. Yep. We're giving you a contract extension. And Beal's like, okay. So you got Spencer Dinwiddie just dominating. Um, you got Beal not playing well, and they're I think it was eleven and five at the time when we're doing this podcast. I'm pretty sure they're eleven and five. Yep. So they're um, definitely they're improving. They're definitely improving. Which I still don't think they're a championship contender, but they're definitely going to be in the play. I think they'll still make the playoffs if pending injuries once again. I, I think I think they are an injury maybe too of really struggling because I don't think they have a whole lot of depth. But um, if they can keep the starting five on the on the court, then you know any anything could happen. Make make playoffs. Yep. So Ash, I said I didn't see you in the AFL section. Let's throw some curveballs here. The trade deadline is in February this year, mm-hmm. or next year, sorry, for this season. Does these four players get traded before the deadline? One, Ben Simmons. Yes, has to. Has to, his, his trade value is just nothing. diminishing. It's just, just going down and down and down. Then, you know, what, they're going to wait till the next one and ask for peanuts. Yeah, you know they they have to do it now. It's now or never, or he's or he's going to be sitting on the two seasons. Oh, it should have been done instantly. They should have done it there and then when they had absolute massive offers. I mean, I think I think well, um, he was worth James Harden, and I think that I think that's where they're stuck in in a limbo because they think he's still worth that. Where they've already they 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 tarnished his reputation. They they came out and ridiculed him for not yes. taking the dunk. Yes, which, which yeah, yeah, about. yes he did pass up. And your so-called alpha star in Embiid coming out, oh, I don't know what we're doing with Ben. Well, you can't really say that because now if you want a good player, you're not going to get anything in yeah. return. Yeah. Like, about a month ago, I thought CJ McConnell for Ben Simmons was a good trade. Now I go, that's a lose for Portland. I still don't think it is, but... Well, by the by, the like you don't want to. If you're an NBA team and go, oh, look what's happening over Philly. Do we really want to risk getting him? Yeah. Like, is the but, risk worth the reward? But now, now it's also teams are going to start questioning. Okay, maybe is it is it Ben? Is it Ben? But you know, I I don't well, I, 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 I don't I don't think it is. But I I think I think he's just had enough of it. Yeah. The the situation there. I think Philly. Philly's been stuck in that same position for two years. For two we, everyone years. could see it. I, Philly's trying to pretend like, oh no, no, they can play together. They can. Play. They can't, especially when you have Tobias Harris now yeah. as well. Look at look at look at the results from when Embiid is out and what Ben Simmons can do to what Ben Simmons does when Embiid is in the team. Yeah, Embiid clogs up the space. Ben has no room to move, and then from what I'm hearing in preseason, he developed a shot. Yeah. So you know he was he was ready he was prepared to come back. And, well, look what and, happened to Rondo when he and play well. And, he can hit threes pretty consistently now. Yeah. Um, Derek but, Rose. Yep. But can Embiid defend? Oh, I, I, he's not he not defend, in this day and age. I don't like, I don't think he can defend in this day and age no. when it gets down to it and he gets rotated on. Yeah. No, I agree. And he fouls. He sulks. He complains. He is I. I they, it would just never. It was never going to work. And then the reports of them, him and Ben playing in the All Star game last season, got private jets. <laughs> they didn't go together like that. If you're an NBA team, you're not picking that up. Okay. Yeah, you, you should have traded that way. Right? Yeah. Wait, 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 wait. Kyrie Irving. He's not coming back, <laughs> and I don't think anyone takes him on the trade because he's not. He's not coming back. And from what I'm hearing, is he's more than likely just going to retire if he gets traded. Well. 
I think New York is get a renewed their vaccination policy, so he'll be able to play. Mm-hmm. But I like what Brooklyn did in terms of what you have to, um, what your what your message is. Not one person is bigger than the rules. So I liked how they stuck with it. Going, no, you can't play half a season. You're not a part-time player. And Kyrie Irving, again, every club he goes to, destroys it. Mm-hmm. Damian Lillard. Is there a chance uh... for a Damian Lillard trade to a contender? And I mean, could he get to a Warriors? Could he get to a Phoenix Suns? Could he get to... A Bulls or a I don't think Bucks. it goes to any of them. See, the the team, I, I think if it gets done, I think it's going to be for Ben Simmons. I, I think, I'm hoping now that Ben's maybe gone down enough, Lillard isn't playing well, I think it's time that he he goes away from Portland. He, I, I, I know he said he wants to be there and win a chip there, yeah. but... I just don't think he he's happening. Want to be a bad guy. I don't think he's happening. Uh, I think I think hopefully the club decides to trade him and Ben Simmons. What would you have to do? I think I think Ben Simmons is a better fit to Portland though. I well. think that it's a it's a no brainer. With with McCullum, like he, yeah. he he's a shooter anyway. Like and then McCullum Lillard, could guard a point. Lillard isn't really yeah. a playmaker. He's more he's more of a two anyway. And you saw that in the Olympics. Yeah. But uh, what I'm saying is, um, how would you facilitate that trade? You can't do a straight trot, swap. Like Portland will have to get Ben Simmons. Picks, maybe Matthias Thibel. No, see, see I, I think no, or possibly, but I, I would probably just go Ben Simmons and maybe Thibel. Yeah, yeah. I, I think I think that deal that gets the deal done. Three three second rounders. Uh, maybe maybe some pick swaps, but yeah, um, yeah. I don't think I don't think they need to add too much in. I think just Lillard coming from Portland and then Philly giving up a bit because what Simmons has tarnished his bait, his trade value. But yeah. Philly have done as well. So it's a bit of a two-person job there. Yeah. Um, and their arson price is way too high. Yeah. Um, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to actually ask you a question here. Yeah. Who is your... Who's going to be your biggest disappointment by the end of the year? The biggest disappointment. Out of teams. Probably the Sacramento Kings. Ooh. And I'll, get, I'll tell Ooh. you what. You've got one of the most exciting point guards in the league, Indiana Fox. He mm-hmm. is an excitement machine. You have one of the best shooters in Buddy Hield, and you've got not one but two great playmaking point guards in Hal Burton and Book Knight, who's not getting played. Mm-hmm. His his college career was awesome, and what he did in the summer league was awesome. And then you've got one of the most promising big men in Holmes. Mm-hmm. Why aren't you in? What is going on there? And with Harrison Barnes also playing. Harrison well. Barnes, I forgot about him, but he's having a resurgence in his career. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Three things have to happen. But did you pick them to be a contender this yes, year? Yes, I did. Okay. The, so, and the okay. reason why, well, after about three or four years in the NBA, mm-hmm. a player has the light bulb moment where they start going. Yep. So I thought Fox was, yep, all-star, lock him. Buddy Hield is going to live up to his contract. Mm-hmm. Harrison Barnes is going to be that veteran leadership in the locker room. They've got Tristan Thompson, a great rebounder. Uh, but I knew Holmes was going to be this beast. Like, yep. He was just had it written all over him. Yep. There are three problems right now. One, the coach. Luke Walton couldn't coach under eights. I'm telling you right now, he <laughs> cannot coach. He just, he just can't coach. Under eights, he wouldn't be able to do it. I'm telling you. So get rid of Luke Walton. 
Hi, Alvin Gentry, who's your assistant coach. He's a gun. He led Phoenix to a conference final, uh, Western Conference final. Um, and then you need to start trading your assets. Now, they're at the stage now where it's, they're too far into the season and they can't make it up. They might go on a 10-game win streak, but it's very highly unlikely. But what do they trade? Do they... They get does, rid of Barnes. Does Barnes have enough trade value, value yeah, to, value, to give um, them what they need? Yep. Um, and you can't just go into a massive rebuild, but you've got to be competitive. And this, I'm going to throw this to you. Ben Simmons is there. Yep. Fox for Ben Simmons. That's all you have to do. Yeah. That is literally the the best outcome for both teams. So, However, what, so, so you go Fox for Simmons and then get something else in return not, for Barnes? Oh, you could flip Barnes for um, probably an, a power forward. You could probably, if you wanted to get... Um, Another veteran, you could probably go K Love. But they got similar contracts. Is Holmes gonna is Holmes gonna sit in front of? No, Holmes can stretch. So he you reckon stretch. he can stretch? Yeah, and Holmes doesn't need to be have the ball to be effective. Yeah. Imagine like, and if you've got Alvin Gentry, and that's what Ben Simmons needs, really. And Alvin Gentry is one of those coaches. He made Steve Nash, Steve Nash. Like, yes, Dan Tony was his system, blah blah blah. But Gentry was his coach. Gentry also made. AD dominant at Pelicans. Like mm-hmm. he unlocked him after their championship, um, after Golden State's first championship. Yep. So I'm all for um, uh, to get rid of some assets and Simmons to go to the Kings. And that's where he wants to go, California. Yep. Fair enough. All right. Well, I think that's it for, for this podcast. You did a um, good job, Ash. Oh, thank you. Uh, it wasn't too bad by yourself, but um, yeah, I think that's gonna we're gonna wrap it up there for today, and um, until next uh, time. hopefully tune in next time and and catch us then. See thank you. Later. Bye. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market.